Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. The following is a presentation of Podcast One. What the hell is Brett Favre doing here? Eric Bowling and Brett Favre on everything from politics and sports to business and culture. This year has been insane. I got some advice for y'all. Take two weeks off and quit. That man right there, number four, Brett Favre. First NFL completion, and it's to himself. It's big time and prime time. That's why Brett Favre is Brett Favre. Now it's Bowling with Favre. Man, I don't even know where to start. This is a big show, man. We got big weeks coming up. We got big weeks this week. Show 15. Brett, man, great to see you again. But before we jump into it, don't forget, you got to go to iTunes, rate the show, write a review, and you might, you might just win a Brett Favre signed, autographed signed jersey, an authentic jersey. And this week, we're going to, a couple weeks from now, this week we're also taking, um, we're going to read all the, all your rates and reviews and, and, Luke Bryan's coming on this week, and you can download and listen to that great interview. But also, he's going to give away a signed box set. Um, And all you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review, and comment along with your social media handle. We're going to pick a winner towards the end of the month. So we have a chance to win a Brett Favre's signed jersey or a signed box set of Luke Bryan albums. Man, this is really cool stuff. Brett, good to talk to you, brother. Yeah, what what a guest. I mean, we... We uh, we had an awesome guest and Kenny Chesney and Darius Rucker and now we uh, have another stud Luke Bryan. Yeah, He's got a lot going on. Yeah, you got you got to check out that that show as well. But Brett, let's talk a little bit about crazy stuff going on with your with your former franchise there, uh, the, the the Green Bay Packers. You know, I'm watching all the blogs and I'm reading and and I'm reading everything from Aaron's coming back. Holmgren's looking forward to it. I'm, I'm reading uh, Aaron's making deals with players to go somewhere else. Denver, what do you know? About what you just said. Uh, <laughs> so nothing. Uh, I, I don't know what to think. Um, I, I can't believe that – the chaos uh, is happening again. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not in the know. I, they don't tell me anything, nor should they. Um, but it would be a shame if he, first of all, doesn't play for Green Bay. And it would be a shame if he doesn't play, period. But, you know, Aaron obviously is a great player, but um, – He's what makes him one of the things that makes him so great is he's stubborn. He's uh, um, what's the word I'm, I'm looking for? Uh, he he's uh, he, he didn't take steadfast. You know, I mean, he's he's determined. And if and I don't know this, I, I don't know what what the the just of. You know, what if you really get down to it, what is it that um, does he want more input? Um, I, I mean, if there's a guy who's earned it, you know, he certainly is, is you know, right there at the top of the list. Whether or not that's an issue, I, I don't know. I know that some of the things I read was some of the guys that he, he felt like could, could either be retained or brought back 
that could help the team. Um, is, it, is it, I'm just, I'm speculating here and brainstorming is, do you think he sees what Brady's doing in Tampa Bay and, and says, look, I can, I can build it too. I want to build it my way. Brady's doing it. I want to do it too. And, and maybe Packers are saying, I don't know. We're, we're, we're still the boss, still our field, still our, our team. Yeah, I, I suppose so. Um, you know, you, you, when I was in, in the latter part of my career, um, I felt like I had a good grasp of who could help us either on our team or potentially brought in from, from elsewhere. Someone that I'm, I may have had a rapport with or that I knew personally that would buy into what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, I think uh, Aaron has certainly uh, earned that right. I mean, I, don't you don't you think that Aaron has a better feel of what or understanding or know how uh, to plays, schemes, players that can enhance their their offense and therefore. But win. Brett, you you and I disagree on on something here. I I always see it as, and maybe it's it's too old school, but. When, when a guy like Aaron, any player, any player in the NFL, it's, it's, it's an honor to play. I mean, it's just an honor to play for a team to, to, to represent a city. I just don't love as a fan and former athlete. I don't love when, when someone gains, well, he's earned it. I get it. There's so much juice that they can start to demand the way teams draft, the way teams handle their lineups, start people, sit people, trade people. And then demand to be traded. I just, it's just, it's just uh, as as a sports fan, as a someone who's aficionado of the sport, especially football, lives, drink it, sleep it. I, I just feel like it, it's almost um, yeah. Uh, well, I don't a letdown, Eric. I, 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 I certainly don't disagree with you, but I think the the most important thing that we have to keep in mind is we don't know mm-hmm. what. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm what transpired to get to this point. And much like the Deshaun Watson uh, conversation that you and I had way back at the start of our podcast, uh, if he was told by the organization, and I'm going back to, to Deshaun, if he was told by the organization that they would interview a certain coach and they basically lied and didn't do that, then I think that that's a problem. Does it deserve or warrant a trade? I, I suppose that's not for me to say, but, but, but shame on the organization. If the organization in Green Bay told Aaron that they would look into maybe bringing the players back or retaining a player or players and, and didn't, basically – if they told Aaron they would do something and later didn't, um, then I can see where there's a problem. Um, that being said, I, I, I don't know the, uh, the details. Yeah. I just look at, look, guys probably making 10, $15 million a year and, you know, throw the ball, <laughs> throw, throw the ball. Well, you know, when you get in the latter part of your career um, and Aaron is at that point where the, 
this type of thing happened to me. You're really focused on one thing, getting back to the Super Bowl. Not everybody can be Tom Brady and seem to go time and time again. Uh, and so it's not about the money. Uh, I'm sure uh, some of the things I read was the Packers offered a considerable upgrade in pay. And knowing Aaron, that would insult him more than anything. Like, okay, we we dropped the ball on players that you wanted to retain or a player, uh, but we're going to offer you more money. He's got plenty of money. Uh, you know, I think that he his goal was to win another Super Bowl. Um, I, I would I would think one hundred percent that's his goal, his goal. So again, it's I have no idea. Let, how let, let's take a look, Rob. If you have it, uh, you have audio of Mike Holmgren. See how he assessed it on a radio show earlier. Listen, this is the second time the Packers have gone through this. They did, they went through it with Brett too when they when they drafted Aaron. Ironically enough. But if you have a, a superstar like that or a, you know, the guys I've been privileged enough to coach, like a Joe Montana or those types of guys, you know, in, in San Francisco, uh, Coach Walsh didn't – Bill Walsh didn't tell Joe they were bringing Steve Young in. He just did it. Yeah, so, again, a different era. Um, I get the franchise player has has a lot more power, a lot more say, I guess, but it's just, you know, just different world, man. I just, I don't know. Just a different. I just. I'm a fan. Of yeah, I, you know, guys. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I, I'm. I'm um, I never demanded a, a, a trade. Um, but I'm. I'm not saying that my situation was any better or worse. You know, my my. The thing that I did that was wrong was retiring early. And um, and then knowing that I potentially would want to come back, uh-huh. mm-hmm. you know, I, people want to compare the two situations. And I think because it's Green Bay and, and the first episode with me involved Aaron Rodgers. Here we are with Green Bay again. It involves Aaron Rodgers, uh, who ironically is at the same age when, when it all happened to me. Hmm. Um, Interesting. So, you know, you're right. It's, it's a different, I don't know if generation is, it's different times. I I don't, I'm not saying that it's different times and that players now should have more say. I think the owner or ownership should have the final say. Uh, It's their, you know, it's their business. It's their team. Their money, mm. um, right, right. You know, and and if if Jerry Jones says, "Look, I, if a player has earned the right to speak out in regards to bringing a player back or retaining a player or or even letting a player go," and he's up for that, that's his business. Mm-hmm. Who who am I to tell Jerry Jones how to run his business? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. If he were to do that, that every team should allow their players to do that. It's right. a matter of preference. And right. 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 it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I I personally just don't no, – no one's told me this. I haven't talked to Eric. Just knowing how stubborn he is and uh, steadfast, I just don't see him budging here. 
Well, Brett, I'm sure you can speak to this, but as a GM or a head coach, you always want to recruit the best players. You want quality candidates, people that will stick with you. And it sure would be easier if you had a hiring partner who helped make your life easier. If you're a business owner now, you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three, post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality short list of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. Indeed makes connecting with and hiring the right talent fast and easy. Plus, there are tools like Instant Match, which gives you quality candidates that fit your job description immediately. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. That's an MVP caliber number. So basically, if you're hiring, you need Indeed. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash bowling. Get $75 credit at Indeed.com slash bowling. Indeed.com slash bowling offers valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Wait, Brett, another I guess something we talked about last week and you predicted this would happen. It looks like Tim Tebow, I guess it's not official quite as of this taping Wednesday, but Tim Tebow looks like he's going to sign a one year with, uh, with, with Jacksonville. Um, going to play for urban Meyer. Uh, uh, you, first of all, there's, there's a bunch of backlash from all over the place. There's one, mm-hmm. one set of people who are saying, well, what about players who are tight ends their whole lives? Why, you know, why is Tebow, you know, historically a quarterback getting a shot at tight end. And then other group saying, well, what about Colin Kaepernick? Your thoughts on this whole Tebow situation? Well, you know, if they, say they sign him today to a one-year contract. Say they sign him to a five-year contract. Say they sign him to a 10-year contract. What people have to keep in mind is that doesn't mean he has made the team. He yeah. still has to earn yeah. a spot on the team, and that will play out in training camp. So keep in mind, people. Just by signing a, a deal, whether it be one year, five years, whatever, for whatever money, it doesn't mean he makes the team. He has to earn the right and make the final cut. And, you know, that's going to be – I mean, he's got his work cut out for him. Yeah, he's been out of football a long time. Is it uh, is it worth a shot to give him a, a chance? I think, you know, and I, t- I said this on the last show, his versatility, what people need to understand. How about his age, Brett? So what? Last time they, he had, last time he was a, took us or you know was alive in a snap was 2012 NFL. Keep in mind again, he will have to earn the right. Yeah. Whether he's 21, 35, doesn't matter. If he ends up helping the team win, and it could be just from a, a leadership perspective, you know, a, a, a voice in the locker room. Look, it sounds like to me, Tim is is. You know, if Urban Meyer said, look, Tim, I need you to go down on the kickoff team. I need you to return kicks for me or be a personal protector on the punt or, or a wing uh, on the on the kickoff, I mean, or an extra point or field goal. Right. Sounds like he's, hey, I'm all in, coach. Right. And, and, and another thing that people have to keep in mind, there's 50, what, 52, 53-man roster. 
four or five of those are practice squads. So you, in other words, you have less than 50 active players for a game. That's not a lot. Yeah. So when I, you I think you're guy, hitting on something. You're hitting on something also. The guy, love him or hate him, is a hard worker. He's dedicated. He he gives a shit about about the team and, and, and himself. And I mean, I, I just, I obviously love Tebow for a lot of reasons, but, but T, for one thing is that as, as a, as a teammate, he's got to be great, at least for, for morale standpoint in the locker room, you know? Absolutely. I, th- I think some of the things that people tend to overlook are the most valuable. Mm-hmm. And, and I think Tim Tebow is an asset in so many ways. I've never met the guy. Um, you know, I assume he's a, a good guy, stand-up guy. Uh, you know, sure seems that way. But if he just say um, they run out of quarterbacks, Tim could come in. Now, is he going to, you know, light it up statistically? I doubt it. But he can take snaps. He can yeah. run the RPOs. He can do that. But say, say he makes it as a quote-unquote tight end. Um but they lose their fullback. They plug Tim Tebow in as a fullback. Yeah. Uh, plug him in. You know, Bill Belichick has, has done it many times where he takes a player who's, say, a receiver, moves him to DB. Mm-hmm. Take a tight end, move him to defensive end, you know, just for a period of time to get a guy back healthy or to, to a guy kind of regroups. I, I can see him – just as enthusiasm that he'd be on the field, you know, he could, he could be a good blocking back just to just to stop someone, stop a, you know, absolutely. absolutely. But again, defensive ends coming at the quarterback. This doesn't guarantee he makes the team. So people, you know, before you start speaking out, see what happens in training camp. If he earns the right, makes the team. I mean, there, there's always hard cuts that have to be made at the end of the training camp. Um, Jacksonville will be no exception. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Men's health doesn't get much attention, and that's partly our fault, guys. We don't like going to the doctor, and we definitely don't like talking about sensitive issues. But here's the thing. A lot of men's health issues have really simple answers. RexMD.com is here for that. RexMD makes getting prescription ED medications easy, all done online and from the comfort of your home, then delivered no office visits, no talking to receptionists. Super, super simple. And right now, sample packs of ED medications are available for listeners of Bowling with Favre, our podcast. And we'll tell you how to get those in a second. So it's simpler than ever to get started. But here's how it works. You fill out a quick medical questionnaire on their website and a doctor reviews your situation and prescribes you the ED medications you need, if appropriate. Then your medication is shipped right to your door with free two-day shipping. Guys, half of all men experience ED after the age of 40. That stat may sound scary, but it's a fact. So let RexMD help. Guys are getting better performance quickly and conveniently with RexMD. It really is a game changer. It's never been easier to take control of your health. Those sample pack prescriptions I mentioned are available at rexmd.com slash farv. So go to rex, rexmd.com slash farv, F-A-V-R-E, to get started with rexmd, rexmd.com slash farv. All right, what about Kentucky Derby? The, the Derby winner, uh, Bobby Baffert, 
all of a sudden came from my, I think this, this horse was like the long shot, 52 to, to, to one odds or something, something crazy like that. They bought this horse for a thousand bucks and ends up winning the Kentucky Derby. But then Brett horse tests positive for steroids, Medina spirit. Um, what were your thoughts on uh, on this whole mess? Well, I don't know. I don't. I, the only thing I know about horse racing is horses race, and they, a jockey rides them. <laughs> In regards to the steroid issue, I mean, look. Let, let me try to compare it to football. There, there are are all different types of steroids. So, say I got a severe sinus. Uh, congestion, uh, you know, uh, infection, whatever. You can take a Celestone shot, which is strictly for clearing you up where you can breathe, Mm -hmm. clearing the congestion up. It's a steroid shot. Does it enhance your playing ability? I, I suppose some experts would say, yeah, but I've had Celestone shots before and I didn't want to go out and do uh, you know, five miles uh, running. In fact, it didn't make me in, any more enthusiastic about anything than, but would I test positive if I took a Celestone shot? I probably would and would have to have a doctor's excuse, which you, you would have. Um, is this the case with this horse? Uh, apparently, um, you remember, remember in the eighties, Brett, and in, in, in all 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 baseball players were they're they're bulking up and they're hitting you know sixty seventy home runs. Second baseman were hitting forty home runs, and they they figured out that they're they were using that topical steroid. They're they're rubbing a steroid, Balco, I think was the name of it, and they're rubbing it on their on their arms, and it was you know obviously getting into their bloodstream, and they're they're bulking up. Uh, they banned it, performance enhancing. But I think this is the same thing that Bobby Baffert said. You know what? I didn't think we gave the horse steroids. They, they didn't inject anything. Turns out, I think they were rubbing a steroid on this horse, and it was you know getting into its bloodstream. So it's kind of the same thing. Um, enhance the performance, and and again, I, you know, I don't. I personally, I looked at it like you can't take those bets back. You can't change the bets. And for me, that was the big issue. Like, can you imagine having the number two horse? I don't even remember who came, who placed, but if that, that would have been a winning ticket, I'd be totally pissed. Um, you can't take yeah, I can see both sides of it. Um, yeah, what, but do you let the horse run in, in the Preakness? You let him run and try and, you know, win another race. Why not? There you go. I'm not sure the, I'm not sure the steroids got out of the horse's system. Yeah, I don't know. And again, is it a steroid that, uh, could be considered a performance enhancing drug. Uh, you know, I, I've heard that like cyclists would take Viagra prior to a, a ride because it in, increases blood production. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that true? I don't know, but um, I'm sure there's all different kinds of ways to. to all right, this, this is going to be controversial, and I do not want you to answer on this. This is controversial. I've always been a believer in your body. Do what the hell you want with it. So if you want to jack up using steroids, and then then go do it because it's a choice. It's a personal choice. I mean, in in, in if you don't want to, then then don't. I mean, it's almost like saying if you want to smoke cigarettes during the season, then go ahead and do it. But it's your choice. It's not, you're not going to be. 
you know, you're not going to have the same lung capacity if you don't, but it's, it's still a choice. So I, I, I'm more libertarian in this. Like I, I, instead of trying to police every horse, every athlete, every, every runner, every cyclist, just let the winner be the winner. Well, I, I agree, but I also disagree. Smoking does not enhance your playing performance. No, I meant I meant the other way. So it's just if some players smoke, they're going to smoke. They're they're going to decrease their performance because their lung capacity is going to be less. Yeah, but it's a personal choice. We don't tell people not to. They're they're not like suspended for smoking. But if you have a, a performance enhancing drug in your system, you're suspended or 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 worse, fine, suspended. My point is instead of trying to police it and have these drug companies and people come up with the more uh, the next one that you can't detect or the one that hasn't been detectable yet. And having that athlete win, just you want to do it, do it. You take your own risk. It's a body risk. You want is it mean if it means that much to you to to win that race, then freaking go do what you got to do. I mean, if it means that much to me to win, maybe I'll I'll work harder. It's I, for me. I just say enough with the police trying to police the drug, the the performance enhancing drug trade. Yeah. Anyway, don't answer that because because the blogs will be like Brett Favre said. I've got TMZ joining the chat right now if you want to know. Yeah, exactly. Do not answer that, my friend. That was not a leading question. It was just a a personal opinion, and people can take it or leave it, or who gives a shit, whatever. Uh, Colonial Pipeline. Brett, um, the Russians hacked our our, the biggest U.S. pipeline carrying gasoline from the the Gulf Coast, from your area, Houston Gulf Coast area, Alabama, Mississippi, all the way up the East Coast, the East Coast of the United States. Shortages in in Georgia, in Florida, in South Carolina came. I don't know why he did it. I pulled into the gas. Actually, I pulled in the gas station to get a friend a present. And I was like, all right, let me see. The tanks were empty. The tank in the big gasoline station here is empty. Like People are freaking out about this. Um, I like the toilet paper deal. You know, exactly like ago, the you couldn't find toilet paper. Exactly. like right. the, yeah, So everyone's like hoarding toilet paper, right? Instead of yeah. just realizing it's going to be okay. Everyone filled up every car they had. It's it's insane. Man, yeah, I, I, I'm. I, I heard about this uh, what yesterday or the day before, and um, I, I my first thought was, here we go, more panic. Um, exactly. I mean, I'm no expert, but I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, we uh, we need to we, probably look at our security, our, our national security in, in regards to being able to be hacked by Russia or anyone for that matter, and, and just throwing a wrench into our daily life. That's a big question right there. Not whether we have gas or not. We have plenty of gas. We're still producing gas, still refining crude into gasoline in Houston and, and around the, you know, the, the Southeast. And we have plenty of gas. It's just a dislocation right now, but you're, you're hitting on something important. If they can hack the, if they can hack the pipeline, they can hack their electrical grid or our water system and really mess us up if they want. It may have been a test. May, may have been a test. Um, and there's far worse that if, if we're hacked, could really um, be detrimental to our our daily life. And I think gas is important, but it's not the most important. 
No. Well, yeah, the, that, the electrical supply and the, the electrical, electrical and water supply. Our water supply. Super vulnerable, too. Super vulnerable. And, and it's, it gets scary. You know, both Brett and I spend a lot of time outdoors, biking, hunting, you name it. But Mother Nature doesn't always play nice. So you better be ready for whatever the world throws at you with a face shield from S.A. Company. SA Company has all the protective gear you need to brave the elements and explore more every day. We really love their face shields. They're UPF 30, lightweight and breathable, the perfect piece of protective gear for your next adventure. Like when Brett's up in a bluff or I'm working out in the backyard, they're just perfect for so many different things. Yeah, and I love those camo ones they got. Brett, you should try one of these. They're sharp, and whether you're working in the sun or cold or going hunting, hiking, fishing, skiing, riding, or biking, SA Company's face shields always have you covered. Plus, they've got dozens of eye-catching designs for men, women, and children, and they're one-size-fits-all, machine-washable, and get this, a lifetime warranty, zero risk. And we both love that SA believes in giving back to the men and women who put themselves in the front lines every day through their partnership with Operation Gratitude. They've donated well over 100,000 face shields to those on the front lines of the pandemic. For every order, SA donates one face shield to a first responder. Think about that. That really matters. So stay protected outdoors, folks, because right now you get an insane deal. Buy one, get four free a $150 value for just $24.99. Just go to safishing.com slash bowling to get five face shields for the price of one, plus a lifetime warranty and free returns if you're not completely satisfied. That's safishing.com slash bowling, safishing.com slash bowling. Um, Elon Musk was on, um, on Saturday Night Live. Now, you and I have been talking a lot about cryptocurrencies since the day we started. And again, I'll, I'll set the stage. We started in early February, first Tuesday in February, and we were uh, Bitcoin at the time was about 16,000 or so. It's now, I'm sorry, it was about 32,000 and it's now 55,000. But Dogecoin, Dogecoin, ready for this? This was a it was a meme. So this, this gamer, this kid who plays video games for a living or for life, whatever, uh, got thrown off a system and he invented this thing called Dogecoin as just a meme, a picture, right? And then somehow someone said, hey, why don't you make that a cryptocurrency? Turned it into a cryptocurrency. A 22-year-old kid is now a billionaire because Dogecoin went from you know a few tenths of a cent per coin to rocket it up to 72 cents per coin on the back of Elon Musk. Elon Musk was on Saturday Night Live talking about Dogecoin on Mars. He's going to take Dogecoin when he brings a rocket to Mars, went up to 70. It's backed off quite a bit, but um, Dogecoin, Elon Musk. What do you think? What are your thoughts of Elon Musk? I, I, I don't know the guy. I don't know much about him. Uh, sort of like the cryptocurrency. I, don't, I really don't get it. Uh, I'm not saying that it's not here to stay. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm more of a tangible, I, I, you know, you pass me a dollar. You know, I get that. That. You I know get what that. it's worth. Yeah, I get that. Well, uh, 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 your, 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 your son-in-law is uh, Ethereum. I mean, we had Ethereum. a chat about 1200 or so for top 4,000 this week, 4,000 for, for an Ethereum. One Ethereum, so it's it's more than tripled. 
since your since your your son-in-law got some. I know he's been offered. I think over two hundred thousand dollars for it. Yeah, for his. Well, you know, it's it's going up. Tell him don't. It's going up. It's going way up. 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 Um, one other story. Let's uh, if we can't. You know, I want to get political, but Biden this week said something to the effect of. If you're offered a job, you better take the job and not take the free money. And I just tweeted something like, ha, 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 this is, this is the clown show. I mean, because my, my, I'm sitting here in South Carolina, I have friends who own restaurants and they can't get workers. The U.S. economy is trying to come back, but we can't get people working in, in jobs where, frankly, it's, they, they do better if they stay home and take, take the free money without getting political on me. But you have the same thing happening in Mississippi? Same thing happened in Mississippi uh, and neighboring states. Uh, I, I know a friend of mine went through McDonald's in Orange Beach, uh, Gulf Shores area, down Florida, uh, Florida area, and chose to go through the drive-through because there were so many people inside. And he said, literally, it was almost forty-five minutes to an hour to go through the drive-through. When he got up to the window. There was two old ladies working at McDonald's. Now, usually you see fast food, young kids working in fast food. So the, the lady came to the window. She, she apologized over and over again, saying, there's only two of us working. Uh, just bear with us. Uh, and when he told me that, I thought, where would all the young kids go? Yeah. It, you know, nothing against the, the old ladies, Kudos to them. Uh, I'm sure they love doing what they're doing. They're probably inundated with with stress. But I mean, usually we're we're concerned and 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 complaining about not enough jobs, unemployment rates high, blah blah blah. Uh, I I just can't believe that we can't find people to work now, uh, regardless of who the president is. It just happens to be Joe Biden right now. I'm, I'm not mad at Joe Biden. Um, we need to fix it. I mean, there's jobs, you know, some of them may not be that glamorous, but there are jobs available, lots of jobs available. All right, man, Brett, that was a great week. We had a lot of fun. And again, we got Luke Bryan coming up this week as well. Always remember, guys, if you're listening, gals, if you're listening, dogs, if you're listening, uh, you got to go to iTunes, rate us and review us. You might win, get this, a Brett Favre jersey, or you might even win a Luke Bryan boxed, autographed box set of albums. That'd be awesome. And don't forget, we also have coming up Gary Vanyerchuk, Gary V, brand aficionado. The guy's one of the best people to talk to about brands. He's going to be on one of our upcoming shows as well. So that's it for us, and we'll see you all next week. Coming real, it's the next episode. What about Brett Favre? Follow the show on Twitter for the latest news and links to all our social media channels. Bowling with Favre is executive produced by Ali Brito and Rob Jenners. This has been a presentation of Live by Live's Podcast One.